Hey guys, we're here to bring you another episode of the Gorilla Podcast, and this is the month end recap for August. And today on the show, we have Hate, Ogre, Loot, and Doom. Say hi, guys. Hey, guys. Hi, guys. Hello. Awesome. So uh, today we we'll probably we don't have that much to discuss. I think we're just gonna go, we're gonna streamline things because we don't have anything super new in terms of anything shaking up this month. But let's start things off with um, lockdown life. Is it coming to an end? What do you guys think? How is it there in the states? Uh, yeah. I live in Florida. We're kind of the plague lands of the United States, so I don't think it's ending anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> anything to hate? Uh, add their hate. Eh, I'm tired of talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about there in California? Uh, yeah. California likes to think they're smart, but I disagree. <laughs> how about the New Yorkers? So the New York, New Jersey region is um, pretty pretty okay, actually. But schools are starting up this week. And... Um, going to be tough so lots of uh i think it's going to be a lot of a lot of virus in the next couple of weeks okay so uh let's get into our topic so we're talking about vandal and dead man so we'll start with vandal uh i'm going to start off with my sort of disdain for vandal i thought he was going to be good and he's kind of just like meh like that i don't really know what else to say he's just meh. i can't believe you geared him wow i geared him yeah i went straight to gear 11 like right away but i'm so sorry for you yeah, I feel like he's like the special version of Roz. If Roz wasn't, but Roz got better after a rework. But I mean, how do you guys feel about Vandal? Does everyone else feel the same way? Go Ogre, you can go first. Absolute trash. All right, trash tier, trash tier comment. Okay. Well, let's not all get crazy here. <laughs> Ogre, right. what do you think specifically? I feel like Vandal's a B tier personally. Hmm. Uh, I've seen him. Consistently do more damage than my Artemis. Whoa, that's mm. that's saying Wait, a lot. Do you have any fragments of Artemis? Is are you sure she's not like R two for you? Yeah, I have an L one Artemis, Kage. Thank you. Um, my L one Artemis does several thousand less damage than my L three Vandal. That's why it's a L one gear eight. Yeah, I, this is a gear eight. Keep that in mind. I understand. Okay. Yeah, they may, well. They he may scale differently than she does. Right. It, I understand all of that. I'm. I want to be clear though that he does do consistently, consistently more damage. It's not like when they crit. I'm talking about like his basic damage is more than hers, and part of that is because she's a tank and he's a striker. So, sure, take it as you will. Okay. All right. So I don't have all of her upgrades. I have one. So. Uh, I guess I could give some input since I have them both geared in L4. Um, but I'm pretty sure most people know my inputs on it. Vandal is just kind of like a blue Artemis, but without the things that make Artemis good. So, uh, <laughs> well, how is Artemis? <laughs> to give some context for that, right? Both of them more or less achieve the same function, which is scale up, do big AOE crit scale down, scale up, do big AoE jump. You know, it's it's basically a builder spender type character. And they both actually function like 99% the same way in terms of like, here's when you build, here's when you spend, here's what you do in the interim, you know? Both of them are crit-based, both of them have those high, high peak moments. The only problem is that Artemis carries with her the utility of like, oh, AoE heal immunity. Oh, you know, stuns, double strikes. She's able to set herself up. She's able to ramp without having to actively ramp. You know what I mean? Like, you land yeah. a crit on her, and you're just drowning in intubs. Like, you can't walk five steps without stepping in a pile of eight intubs on her. With Vandal, your scaling is basically tied to your active abilities. So, you're not able to ramp up as fast, and you're not able to ramp up as high. At least at the higher gear levels. At gear 8, it's very possible that Vandal might be better. I'm not going to question that. But at gear 11, Artemis just ramps faster. And she just ramps harder. And obviously it could just be because the stat differences between those two levels. Once Artemis hits those higher stat levels, those ints start counting for a lot more. 
versus Vandal's lower amount of ints but higher amount of crits. But, you know, he's he's not the worst character I've ever seen. I would say he's a C tier, personally, but a high C tier. Because being blue Artemis is really not that bad of a thing, because Artemis is just a really good character. Some characters would kill to be a blue or a green Artemis, but that is how it is. I mean, Kage, you're like the, the biggest proponent for uh, Artemis. Do you have any like rebuttal to this? That's the only thing about Artemis. Oh, I don't know. Wait, I have a banana in my mouth. Oh, okay. I have a banana in my mouth. But... <laughs> what a shocker. You didn't say anything bad about Artemis, so I like I, I mean, wrong. that's true. I mean, I guess, uh, but the question is like, I, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I get where Doom is going with this, but I feel like Vandal is just like, uh, I mean, I don't even feel like it's fair to compare him to Artemis at all. I don't even think they're in the same galaxy. Yeah, exactly. They're not, but I'm saying just in like terms of the concept of the character and what like the, the, the he's Doom is trying to refer to like the character like um, model. I want to say I don't know what the right word for this is. Archetype, archetype. character, arch- yeah, yeah, archetype. So they have similar archetypes, yes, but you know they are from different galaxies, as Hate put it. So it's like, yeah. why even compare them? They're like in a separate universe, like, don't even put them in the same sentence. That's, like, haram. Well, it's... I mean, they do the same thing. That's the thing. Like, they don't do the same thing as well as one another. Definitely not. Artemis is multiverses, omniverses away from Vandal Savage in terms of what they can do. But in terms of what they are doing, they fulfill a similar role, just for a different affinity. And, you know, for those newer players who are just earning him in, it's good to know that he fits this specific niche that Artemis happens to also fit. That's fair. Okay, I mean, that, that is something to take away from. If you're a newer player, that, that makes sense. I mean, okay, well, let's, let's get away from sort of the blandness and not-so-fun part of Vandal. But let's get on to Deadman. I mean, I feel like uh, for Deadman now, I mean, I expect a lot more from him rather than, than I did from Vandal, I guess. But I feel like he, he delivers a little bit more there, right? Um, I guess my preliminary on him, he feels like a B, maybe an A character, but more like a B right now. I feel like you need to sort of put him in the right team for him to really shine. But, I mean, how do you guys feel about Deadman? Anyone? Um, I'm I'm pretty high on him. I like him. I don't think he's like a super awesome character, but I he's fun, and he does a lot of things that are a little more unique than some other characters. His basic can hit pretty hard once he gets ramped. He doesn't take a ton of ramping before he gets to be decent. But he's a... Uh... I wish his stun chance was higher, and I'd really probably fit him into my stun comps more, but he... um, So he doesn't really fit my teams perfectly, but he's one. He's a character I can slot in just for fun. He's great against Martian Manhunter because you can steal the awarenesses. I don't like that he steals... He always seems... No matter, there could be 45 buffs on a character. He's going to steal the taunt so that he has taunt and can get attacked. My only real complaint about him. But overall, I think he's a good character. He's got awesome animations. I love his... He just looks cool. I wonder if they... Like, I wonder if they were trying to, like, tone him down. Because I feel like they could have built him, like, Larflees. Like, they could have built him, like, a blue a blue Larflees that is, like, hidden all the time, which might have been too broken. But... Because um, they have him getting intups, but they don't stay permanent, right? So I was wondering if they actually just like held back on that when they were doing the, the character design. Um, all right, Doom, what do you think about Deadman? Any any golden nuggets? Uh, I think he's fun, but I also kind of placed him in the same category as... Uh, well, I guess I can't really say Constantine and Sionis because they operate on different things. But more or less, like when I would slot him in, I would usually slot it for the buff steal, and the assist call, and anything else I really, like, nothing else really matters to me. The assist call is amazing. The assist call alone, like, puts him in B tier. Guaranteeing, basically, double crits or a single crit on an ally, even if it's random enemy, is still really, really good. Like, some characters have really low crit chances, but stupid high crit modifiers. He definitely plays a lot of that. Yeah, like Grundy. But, at the same time, like, 
you know, his stun chance is low. I really don't see the appeal in that. Stealing buffs is great, but I'd rather just them be gone. Especially, like, uh, I think that was Hate Mail that said it. He tends to steal taunts, and that tends to be the only target you can attack half the time. So, you know, he's good. I don't know if he's great, but I'm a fan of his animations. His animations are cool. Yeah, they do look cool. I like the possession thing, like when he's kind of like behind the character. That looks cool. So, uh, Loot, what's your trash tier assessment? Dead Man's not trash, but I still don't like him. Um, he does a lot of cool stuff. He's really unique. His animations are cool, but they're terrible for the raid because they take too long. Um, I did find that he steals the taunt which really messes it up. Like, if you're fighting against a taunter, you almost don't want to use him because then he puts taunt on your whole team. It's like, what, what's the point of that? So, I don't know. I, his call is is awesome. I totally agree with Doombox. I agree with a lot of what Doom just said. Um, I would slot him as maybe B tier. I think I did slot him as B tier when we did the tier listing a couple days ago. Uh, his like, call assist is, I think, is his best attribute. Um, that's okay. it. Cool. Yes. Vindication. My opinion is valid. <laughs> Feels good, man. All right. Uh, Kage, what do you think about uh, Dead Man? I got nothing new to contribute. I mean, that's Doom cool. said it all. Uh, you contributed enough with the banana comment because it was lighting up our, <laughs> our posts there. Um, okay, let's see here. Uh, Ogre, how how many shards of uh, of Dead Man do you have, and uh, what rank do you have him at? I mean, I guess I got him to L one. You have him L one. I got him to L one. I bought I bought two packs, yeah. just to All get right. him to L two after this raid. Cool. Uh, he's been performing relatively well. Like he's definitely, I have to agree, he's solid D. So, so yeah, I, I personally like his uh, meter drain on his basic too. So. I like that too. I was gonna say actually, I mentioned that. I was gonna mention that. Yeah, he. If you can use him more often than not, like on a slow team, especially if you're doing turn, meter control, it's quite good. And I like that mm -hmm. if you play around, if you use him for against certain archetypes, he can stun a lot more with his third. So you could put him in a stun comp too, right? Which I like. Yeah, too. that's cool. Yeah, I was I was gonna try and mess around with him and like Captain Cold at some point. That sounds really dumb. Yeah, he's um he's really really good with medfill as it happens. Yeah. So. Uh, one of my alliance mates, um, Crumbopolis Michael, he played a team with, I think the lead was um, a th either it was Constantine or it was St. Walker, I think, with Deadman, um, Black Mask, and Red Hood. And then basically it was just like everyone just putting like uh, call assists on Red Hood and <laughs> bleeds everywhere. But yeah, that's, the, that's, that's how you could build around him too, which I, I, th I kind of find fun. Um, all right, so let's see. Uh, hey, did we did you get your input on Dead Man yet? Yeah, I went first. Oh, you did? Okay, I forgot. All right, uh, let's move on to the reworks. Uh, what do we think about Grundy? And at the same time, let's talk about Roz. Um, I'm going to be honest. I had them both at year 10, and I barely played with them outside of their week. I didn't really like the Grundy rework, and Roz just kind of feels like maybe slightly better than where he was. I don't feel like he's making a big... He's not making splashes or any big waves or anything like that. Also with Doom, what do you think about the reworks? Well, I basically went on a tirade on the first day about how Grundy is debatably one of the best turn zero taunters explicitly for the purpose of being a turn zero taunter. And I stand by that. Him and Chemo are both like the most opportune, hey, these guys are just big balls of meat in the way. I'm not going to say that they're better than like Donna Troy in terms of being a general character, but in terms of just being like a, hey, this guy's not going to die turn one, Grundy's extremely good. And I run him in Lex comps and everything he does buffs, so I'm a little biased, just a smidge biased. But <laughs> this character hits hard and gets in the way, and that's really what I'm looking for in characters. So I think he's probably a B tier. Not an A tier. He has way too many hard counters. There are way, way, way too many characters that just shut him down instantly. Let me, but... let me jump into one point there. You, when you mentioned the, the hit, the hitting hard thing, because the chat's kind of lighting up now. People are saying he's hitting hard or he's not hitting hard. 
can you like elaborate on this like what these people might be thinking so when most people see the things like oh he's hitting hard most people think oh like arcus where he's one-shotting people or oh like artemis where she's one-shotting a whole team not quite so much uh grundy hits very very hard but he doesn't hit that hard he hits harder than a single arcus punch but he doesn't hit harder than two arcus punches if that makes sense you're not going to get a big amount of burst damage out of him but between all of his retaliations you know keeping him enraged and all those other benefits plus the effects that you can stack on top of that like say if you pair kilowog in there throw those empowered strength ups on him and all of a sudden he's kicking people down for like 30 40k you know he's very beefy. He's got a lot of power behind him, but it comes at the cost that he's super slow and super easy to stop. So for a lot of people, he probably doesn't quote-unquote hit hard because he never actually gets a chance to hit. But, you know, when you're playing versus an AI, it's not too hard to make sure that he gets that turn. So, I like him. I think he's strong, but I think that he's way too easily countered. So, I'd say B-tier. He's worth gearing up if you need a big blue stack of meat but don't have donna troy but if you do have donna troy donna troy is just a better character in general she's just not a better hey i'm in the way in general what's your thoughts on Roz then have you played with him? um i don't really use Roz much personally on paper his kit looks fantastic but in practice i've noticed it's a little more lackluster the few times that i fought against him i think he could be b tier he might be very low a tier but I think that he's one of those characters that we get those times where it's like, he's just not there yet. But I feel like there's a character in the future that might bring him to that level at some other point. Because his kit looks like it revolves around a mechanic that's just not that well supported yet. That's fair. I mean, you're, you're pretty optimistic on Roz, uh, considering where he was before. So let's, let's take that and let's go to the opposite side here. Loot, the trash tier analysis. Give it to me. My turn? Okay. Um, neither are trash, sadly. <laughs> but I do, not, I do not agree with Doom about Grundy. I think he hits so light. Is he a good turn zero taunter? He, works, he does work really well with Lex. I'll give you that. He won't die. He usually doesn't die turn one. And my RB5 Batwoman could not one-hit KO an L5 Grundy. So that really does say a lot. So, yeah, he can survive turn one pretty much, I, I think, to any tune. But he gets all these speed-ups instead of strength-ups. And I find that it just he just doesn't synergize well with himself. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, so I don't like him. I really don't like him at all. Like he just, his whole kit just doesn't make sense to me. If it were strength ups instead of speed ups, I would be a lot happier. Um, he just, and he really doesn't hit hard enough for me either. Now, Roz is weird. At lead, he's really not bad. Off lead, he's trash. Like total, utter trash but on lead he's he's okay <laughs> so it's like he's he's a weird character for me that's it all right well that's a fair assessment um let's go to i guess any of the owls let's go to hate mail um any any assessments on the reworks um Grundy, he's. I think he's probably. I mean, I think he's better than he was before because before I thought he was terrible. So he's definitely not terrible anymore. He's good if you have somebody like Lex who can keep him healed and protected because he can survive turn one, but after that, he's just kind of a sitting duck. And then also, it's hard to keep him enraged because so many characters debuff your team that you want to use them. He's just, he's very easy to counter. He's, I don't know, he's not great, but he's not a bad character. I mean, he's. he's He's decent now, <clears throat> which before he was terrible. So that's an upgrade. Same thing with Roz. He's not a great character personally, but if his leader was a passive, he would be probably S tier. 
but because you have to use him as a leader and there's just so many better leaders out there, it kind of negates his usefulness because he's absolutely terrible outside of lead. But compared to what he used to be, he's worlds better. So, I mean, I thought he was a decent rework, a much needed rework. I probably will. I don't see myself ever using him again unless he's like required for some reason. But he's not bad. Fair enough. He's a perfect tootie tune. So they did it right. <laughs> he is Tootie's tune. <laughs> like, straight up. But we'll see. Uh, Kage, any thoughts on uh, the reworks? Yeah, much to what Hate said, he is a better, uh, Grundy is a better character. Um, they fixed a lot of his issues, which were that he had never got a turn. So having him, giving him speed ups does help him in a way. At like, least gives him a turn. Um, and then they also changed into a turn zero taunter, which he needed as well. So, you know, now he has a function where before he didn't. However, um, they even nerfed him in a way where it used to be that if you attacked him, he could build up passively. But now it's kind of like, oh, you attacked him? Who cares? You know, it's not going to do anything except retaliate, which is pretty RNG. So, Gundy's better. He's not going to be a super high tier character. He does have a lot of counters. So there is, you do need to work around his weaknesses to be, for him to be a good character. And a player who is going to be committed to, you know, what he's going to do, you know, it's going to be really happy with him. Uh, Ross is much the same way. It's, you know, you have to have a player that's dedicated to what they're mechanically supposed to do. Um, otherwise, uh, I think I think Ross is actually a pretty good disease character. He's very annoying to fight in, in Siege because he just disease out your team. So, that being said, um, I don't know if uh, there's going to be a character that's going to make him better. We thought that with Captain Adam, where we thought more disease characters would make him better, but it ended up just power creeping him and he just kind of doesn't have a role anymore. So, you know... He's okay. He, I'd say he's a low A, high B, but I Fair think enough. in the tier list he came out to be like a C or B tier. I don't remember. Okay. All right, Ogre, how do you feel about the reworks uh, at the lower levels, at the lower gear levels? Grundy's been putting in some good tank work for me, um, and I have to kind of say that like he does hit hard, like comparatively when he's enraged. You do have to have the legendary one in order for that to even yeah. matter. Otherwise, he hits like a freaking kitten. Um, it's only when he's enraged. If he's not enraged, he's not going to hit. Like, flat out. Like, there. I've seen him do like 4,000 damage with his basic when he's not enraged. I've seen him do 23,000 damage when he's enraged. So, it just it's that's how big the variance is with him. It's all about being enraged. Um, so, if you have somebody that can help. Help him get enraged like Ares, that works really well. Otherwise, you're going to look at, you know, using his taunt or his AoE on turn one and then using somebody like Deadman to double call assist crit and hopefully just smash through a couple of opponents real quick. Um, unfortunately, Deadman's a bit faster than him, so you have to find a way to either manipulate his turn meter or get Deadman a second turn pretty quick. Uh, but that's, you know, it's something that you can work around. And even if you're not doing that, he still is a decent tank just because he's got a lot of HP and a good revive. Um, and then Raz, I've played a bit with him in, like, Chemo Cheetah Raz uh, teams, and I have to say, he has been slapping so often with his leadership that most of the time the characters are just dead after my character attacks, and then Raz double attacks. You know, and it's just like, they're, half the time they're just dead, they don't even get to disease and bleed out. So, I'm kind of on the weird, well, is this working good enough yes it is but i don't get to watch them pop on their turn anymore <laughs> are you are you back on the bleed train or is it i guess they call it the disease train it, dot it, <laughs> damage over time like All right, uh, i have it as a team that is set up in my roster like i have three slots that i set up in my six to always be for pvp it is one of those that stays there so fair enough all right I mean, I guess we we got through this the the characters for this month. Um, let's just briefly touch on what we're all doing right now. Most of us, I guess, uh, is raids. So first of all, let's talk about the bonus list characters. We're also going to talk about um, the boss designs and the skins. So what do you guys think about this list? Um, personally, what I'm using right now, I'm not even sure if this is optimal because I'm just 
I'm not really caring that much. I'm using um, Dead Man, Black, uh, Black Lightning, Vandal as my bonus characters. And I kind of like going through leaders. I'm just using Saint Walker kind of right now. But anyone have any like tips? Like, I mean, I guess it's kind of late at this point, but what are you guys using? If, if you use Medfill against the non Superboy lead or the non Superboy ones, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> About all I can say. I don't know. Anyone else have tips? Um, actually, as it happens, me and Kage recorded a chatterbox uh, yesterday about punch raids. really hard. That's all you gotta do. Yeah, just punch really hard, and then once you're done killing people, you punch them again. That's the secret that uh, WB shared with us in the owls is that if you punch things enough, they die. Oh, okay. I but thought um, was, I thought it was good at staring at them. Like I thought if you stared at them hard enough, they would die. I mean, for some people, when they're first logging into the game, that's kind of what they're doing. But uh, no, yeah, it's how can I put this against non Superboy Prime enemies? GA or EAGA is actually really good because you can just deny them turns when he's paired with Owlman because everyone crits and you get tons of agility downs on them against Superboy Prime, who is immune to debuffs. Uh, you kind of just have to run into him with Atrocitus and some other folks and punch him as hard as you can. And it's funny because this actually brings up one of the things that we mentioned about uh, the engaging content where it was like, well, they can make a boss that just can't be debuffed. But at that point, is that engaging or is that just running your face into a wall? And we're actually seeing that right now in game, a character that can't be debuffed. It's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> I don't like them. So, yeah, my tips. Uh... Doing those one energy hits on Superboy Prime is actually not worth it. I wouldn't bother wasting your energy. Uh, but people's things are flooded with them anyway, so just do what you can. Uh, try to well, that's what, they need to give a separate list for shared bosses because it's out of control. Yeah, yeah. There's so many. They need to give us the option to like decline shared bosses. So like, put a little menu icon where you can just tap it and hit delete and it'll remove that fight yeah, list. I agree. Yeah, because like, I'm trying to go through right now and I, I there's already like 15 like 150 bosses on my list <sighs> anyways uh, and you really can't get more than 50 60 million damage on this boss so he takes like 12 hits so it's, he's just not worth even doing yeah exactly yeah so basically right now well i mean what's the let, let's let's just jump into that i guess then because the other part of it then is the whole design around Super or Superboy Prime, right? So Superboy Prime, I think his costume and his character looks great. I'm sad that like his animations, they basically just took Superman and they reskinned him, right? I wish they would actually. He's got one him. attack. I mean, come on. Like, uh, yeah, it's exactly. Superman's like, punch. That's it. Yeah, they sh they could have done something better, you know? Like they could have they could have redesigned a whole new character, like they did for like Dark Siege, right? Or like any like. Darkseid or anyone that ha is like a brand new character in the game, like you don't actually have to just reskin Superman and use him. Otherwise, if you do that, just make it a Superman like we've had before, right? But, I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm not that sad about that. I think the skin looks amazing. Like, I think it's oh, one yeah. of the coolest skins I've ever done. Oh, but the skin looks good. The character design is weird, though. Well, to be fair, Superboy Prime as a character isn't exactly a battle tactician. He literally will punch you to death until you die. So that's why he so. only has one move? Exactly. That's, that's his <laughs> whole thing. They literally took that one quote out of the comic, and then just they're like, okay, this is his character. <laughs> yeah, okay, so what do we think about the design of, like, he flushes all his debuffs at the end of everyone's turn? Hey, Doom, you're a comic nerd, right? What's, what's, what's Superboy's Lord? Isn't he the one who, like, punched the universe into, like, into the multiverse, and now we have the current DC. Uh, before the shattered it was reality, fifty-two. Yeah, was it? Was that the story behind it? Yeah, I that was Super War Prime. Okay, oh, damn. That's to crazy. be fair, in his defense, Superboy Prime has existed in like multiple aspects of the entire DC continuity, not just that one event. Like he didn't just appear and punch reality, but yes, he did appear and punch. But reality. that's the big one. Yeah, that is the big one. Otherwise, he's just an edgy 90s teenager. But, yeah. <laughs> 90s teenager. Damn. All right. That's fair. Um, all right. I mean, I guess we have, like, pretty decent thoughts on Superboy Prime. I feel like um, if they bring him back around, 
I think they they should just consider like reworking it or making it like less of like the whole flushing debuffs might just be too much. What do you guys think? I mean, if it like, were if like if that's super voice thing, then that's super voice thing. But don't let every boss do this. This is ridiculous. Yeah. So the thing about it is, at least for me, if they just made it an amped up version of Superman's thing, where it's like, okay, well he knocks off like five every turn. That would be better. That would be workable because then you could just put in characters that can work around that by overstacking him with debuffs, you know, like Medville, for example. Yeah. And that would be super cool. And it would also be super in lore because Superboy Prime's not fully invincible. He's just about invincible, mind you, but he's not fully invincible. And there's a lot of times where, like, oh, well, he's held prisoner. Why? Because people just continuously keep him down endlessly. And that's the whole point. But, you know, it's. It is what it is. Whatever. I don't like the design personally. I think it's dumb. And I think this kind of proves the point about uh, it's difficult to make engaging content because anything that can't be bled or stun locked or meter locked is just boring to fight against. Yep. All right. I guess we'll move on from Superboy Prime to the skins. So what do we think about Bombshell uh, Princess of Themyscira and the Superman Red Sun skin? So we don't have him yet, but we'll have him soon. But uh, from what we saw, he looks great for the red, um, the, uh, the the red sun skin. But uh, the bombshell skin. Now, I think, hey, you you have some some words or some thoughts on the bombshell skin? I think it's I love it. They did such a good job. It's such a cool looking skin. One of the best skins that they've done in my mind. The Superman one. I mean, doesn't really do anything for me. I don't really care about using Superman in games. So, and he's already got multiple skins. But that one is phenomenal. I'm sure Kage has more words on it, though. Kage? Uh, so Red Sun Superman is actually my favorite iteration of Superman, besides, of all, besides All-Star Superman. Uh, I think they were very down-to-earth takes on Superman. And, um, you know, to have him finally, it's, like, pretty cool, you know, because I have Comrade Superman on my side. So, you know, got to push that... Uh, you know, communism on the people, right? <laughs> anyway, yeah. but uh, the real superstar is going to be the Wonder Woman bombshell skin, and I am in love. <laughs> you know, you know, you know me. I love my Wonder Woman more than so, casual Cassie. Actually, I like them both because Cassie looks like her shirts aren't a little tight, you know. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not very much of a blonde kind of guy, so. You know, I think Wonder Woman is more up my alley. Mm-hmm. On on that thought, Lute, do you, I know you like the ladies too. I mean, do you like the bombshell? Yeah, I think Wonder Woman came out awesome. And for Superman, I'm just not a fan. I, I don't want communist Superman on my team. <laughs> Sorry, I'm pro-America. All right, that's fair enough. Uh, I like I like the Superman Prime. Uh, this is not Superman Prime. The uh, the Superman Red Sun skin, just because of the I like the the, sh- the coloring, like the black and the black and the red coloring in the cape. It looks cool, but I still want my my black mullet or the black mullet Superman, the black sun or solar suit mullet Superman. Always my favorite. Um, Ogre, what do you guys think about? What do you think of the skin? Yeah, they look nice, and I wish I had had the ten dollars to buy the bombshell. It'll probably come back around though, because I noticed like. No, I know, and yeah. I just my budget was a little tight this month because I went a little excessive on some of my miniatures and stuff. But I forgot to plan that out, and then they had the summer gem sale, and I was like, "Oh, I'll just buy this," and I forgot about the skin altogether. And I'm like, "Oops." <laughs> so I'll have to catch it on the reswing. It does look really nice though. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I have to yeah. settle for bombshell and not pin up. So, yeah. Doom, what do you think about the skins? Eh, don't care about them. Whatever. Didn't buy them. You're not, not a gonna, I, don't, I don't use POT. I don't use Superman. Nothing really appeals to me on those two regards. It is cool to see that we have characters with multiple skins now, but outside of that, whatever. Bombshell. Whatever. I will say they're doing the skins every month seem like they're getting better and better and better. So that I'm excited about. Fair. Alrighty. So uh, let's move I'm on. I'm curious to, to see if they actually release the Superboy Prime one at some point. 
I doubt it. If it'll be if it'll be like Zod or if it'll be Superman. They need to give that to Superboy, and then I'll use Superboy all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That would be the best thing they could ever do was they, give Superboy that skin, and I would uh, RB five Superboy because then about, he would look cool and he's awesome. Are you talking about Connor Kent? No, Superboy, like John, actual stupid John Superboy. John yeah. I don't know the little one that looks retarded. Super so dumb. Oh, you're not supposed to say that. John Kent. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, cool. Let's see here. Uh, let's move on from the skins. Uh, now let's give. Uh, we have some time. Let's let's talk about our thoughts on the September characters. So we have uh, Azrael and Hush. So it's basically Bat Fam month again, where it's more like Bat Fam and villains, I guess. So Azrael and Hush. These are actually some pretty sought after or like well high demand characters. And from what we see so far, what are your what are your preliminary thoughts on these guys? Let's start with Doom. You always have good thoughts. Um. So, I actually made a topic on the Reddit, and you can actually search it up by searching Doom Thoughts for my thoughts about these characters in specific and very in-depth. But, in the general sense, Asriel is going to be solely defined by his damage, because due to his kit gates, if he can't threaten Blues right out of the gate, then there's just a million other characters that do what he does, but better. Hush is looking like he's going to be Physical Arcus, which much like Vandal, could either be a really good thing or a really bad thing. Honestly, his kit looks disruptive enough that I think he's going to be a threat, and he's actually one of the characters that I think Roz needs in existence to be even better than he is now, just because that silent synergy is going to be so strong between them, especially with all that burst damage that might be coming out. But again, you're really looking at the damage there. If he doesn't do high enough damage then he's probably going to be kind of a mid-tier character, disruptive, but not really important, kind of like Black Lightning. But if his damage is up there, I'm perfectly okay with an S-tier hush. Cool. All right. Fair enough. Um, let's move it on to Hate, since you, you had some... Uh, I think you like these characters, right? Because you guys are in... I mean, the Court of Owls probably have a, a decent following for Azrael and Hush, right? Um, I don't know about Hush, but... And I, I think Doom's right. I, actually, both these characters, they're either going to be... Well, Azrael's one of my favorite characters in the comics, so I've old, I've been voting, like, double. I've been voting on uh, his poll every month for Azrael, so I really hope he's good. But the only thing is I'm a little nervous, because like Doom's saying, both of these characters could go one way or the other completely. They could either be fantastic or terrible. And it's just, it's really hard to tell based on what you're seeing. The starting true sight for Azrael could be really, really good. But if he doesn't do a lot of damage, it's worthless. So it's... Also, he's like 111 speed. And it's, it's weird to say that that's slow nowadays, but that's that's pretty slow. <laughs> and I don't mind him being slow if he does good damage, which I think because he's slow gives him a chance to have high damage. But I don't know. It's one of those things. I'm going to test him. He's an RB5 candidate for this month, if if he's really good. Ooh. Interesting. All right. Um, Loot, do you have any preliminary trash tier thoughts? Uh, not yet. It's just, you know why? It's so hard to tell. Like, when you look at the kits, like, sometimes they look amazing, and we think they're going to be ridiculous. And then sometimes they look terrible and the character ends up being great. So I'm going to hold my opinion until I can play with them. I, I just don't know yet. That's very, very fair. All right. Uh, Kage, any thoughts? Sorry, I was eating a pineapple. <laughs> um, Upgraded. I, I don't know about Asriel. He lives and dies by his true sight. I, when I looked at his kit at first, he looked like Booster Gold 2.0, you know, because they have a lot of the same utility and function, and uh, they both really need the true sight in their kit to be able to do stuff. So, you know, I think Asriel might be a worse version of Booster Gold, but, you know, we'll see. Booster Gold is uh, really good, though, so that's not, that's not like, you know... Yeah, I think my prediction is that Asriel is going to be B. I think... He might do, if he crits, he might do, like, do really good damage, you know, up front. But other than that, he's going to kind of be like 
a worse version of Booster Gold, which I am nervous for hate for, but I think RB5 will solve his weakness. Maybe. But as far as Hush goes, he could go either way. He could be really good damage, you know, and make the silence, you know, because his, his kid's design is very similar to Ravager, but Ravager's problem is that she doesn't silence enough. She's not very consistent with her silence. So Hush might be a better version of what Ravager's doing. And I think he might be a pretty good character. But, you know, I was hyped on Ravager, and uh, I was pretty disappointed. So we'll see how Hush turns out. Very fair. Okay. Uh, Ogre, any, are you excited for these characters? I'm actually more excited for Hush than I am for Azrael personally. Uh, but I like to play the control game. So, I mean... He looks like he's going to fit everything that I want out of a character. He looks like he sustains himself. He looks like he protects himself. He uh, looks like he'll support the team with the retaliation silences, which will be nice. So I'm really hoping that he ends up doing decent damage, at least. And then I'll probably end up using him quite a bit, just because I like to play the control game. So cool. And Asriel, like, he looks really cool on paper. So hopefully he ends up doing decent damage, too. And you guys can end up enjoying him. Before we leave off on the new characters, actually, I want to ask any of you guys who knew the lore behind uh, Hush, because I was wa- I watched Batman Hush, and then I that movie I, is not accurate to the comics yeah, according to Joker. I thought it's so not too. canonical. Yeah, so basically, in there, he he was it was Nigma, right? But this character is actually not yes. Nigma, right? It's not this is Thomas Elliot. So it's a different, which is the comics character. character. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. basically, the directors decided to take Riddler and make him Crazy Riddler. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. So that that's the only time where that happens, right? He's not ever supposed to be Nigma at all, right? Nope. No, he's not supposed okay. to be. Fair enough. He's supposed to be basically a super crazy fan, almost. Oh, okay. Makes more sense to me now. Okay, cool. All right, so he's not Riddler. Riddler, okay, good. Uh, okay, so then moving on to the reworks. We had Robin and TDK, and I think every time we see a Batman rework, then it's not Cape Crusader. People are just sort of like bashing their heads against the wall. <laughs> Anyone have thoughts? I have lots of thoughts, but I'll go last this time. All right, sure. We'll start with Ogre since we started with him uh, last. Uh, like, I haven't had a chance to play with either of them yet on the low account because I only have, like, 40 frags of each, so. Nice. Um, but, like, on paper, I like the way, the direction that the TDK went because they added strength ups into his kit. Uh, I'm not sure where I am on uh, Robin yet. I think he needs a little bit more playtime under my belt because I've seen positives and negatives when I've been watching other people's streams. So, uh, and then of course, doom obviously has been very vocal about everything's a nerf. So I'll just leave Whoa. it. I'll just leave it at that and Whoa. let everybody play with it. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to doom at last. Yeah. Let's move, let's move down the chain. So let's see here. Uh, hey, what do you think about the reworks? I, I'm a little disappointed in TDK. He wasn't. I thought he's gonna be really good. He's not bad. He's definitely improved. Um, but I need more play time. And then also because he's bugged, it's kind of also that. I, supposedly that's fixed now, though. But yeah. I don't think he's gaining. Is he doing? You? I think you've used him more. Is he gaining turn meter off turn zero taunts, or is that removed? Not anymore. I'm pretty sure that was a bug in the first place, and they fixed it. Oh, okay. So. I kind of disappointed that he doesn't have that because I think that was it would make him significantly better. But so far, I'm a little... He's not quite what I hoped. I always expect him to be even stronger. He's good, but he's not quite what I hoped. Robin, I only used like two times. He doesn't seem really any different to me, but I haven't used him enough to have a strong comment either way. But I'm on the topic of why they chose... TDK probably could use it. Robin didn't really need another rework. Why Bat CC for some reason, is ignored every month is... Mm-hmm beyond me as the franchise leading granted i know the argument is listening to bizarro's podcast and he was asking why they make no-name characters so strong and the main reason is you're going to buy superman and batman if you're a fan but you're never going to buy arcus unless he's better unless he's worth buying so that's the logic behind it which makes sense from a marketing standpoint but that should let like i mean we had wonder woman doj she had her day in the sun for a while um you know, let Batman have a couple months where he's really strong. I don't, I don't see the harm in it. Yep, I agree. I'm uh, I'm still hoping for an October rework for him, 
and Zatanna. Could be. Could be his mind. I'm hoping. We'll see. All right. Uh, Kage, do you have uh, any thoughts on Robin or KDK? I don't have them both geared. Um, but I will say that Zoom is completely correct that Robin did get a nerf um, on his passive. So, Ogre, you got to be contextual about the nerf. The Yes, he did get a nerf if it was a, like a net positive outweighing the net negative from the resulting rework. I don't know yet. Well, but well, as far as his passive goes, he, let's not put words he, uh, in my mouth now. I'll, I'll explain. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Ogre here. I, I didn't put words in your words. <laughs> but, but no, his passive did get a nerf because he requires invisibility to get invisibility instead of like starting with invisibility. I mean, come on. Those are my only thoughts. <laughs> Fair. All right. Uh, Luke, any thoughts on the reworks? I can't really comment on TDK. I only use him like a couple times and I, I couldn't really notice a difference, to be totally honest with you. Very fair. Um, and then for Robin, I tried him as as a leader, and he's kind of busted, but in a bad way, not a good way. So what happens is, if you have multi, let's say you have, I don't know, Kaga, right? So like you've got Kaga on your team who goes invisible. What happens is. Your team ends up getting someone gets crit, and then Robin starts giving out these invisibilities. And the problem is, your whole team ends up invisible, which means nobody's invisible. And it literally happens every fight. So, every fight, and I used, I probably ran maybe 15 to 20 PvP fights. My entire team was invisible, which meant somebody's going to die because they're visible. So, it, it just, the whole his that skill just makes no sense. I was like floored that they did that. It just it was doesn't work. Seems like it would be cool, but at the end of the day, having everybody invisible is retarded. Sorry for the derogatory word. All right. Um. I mean, well, we'll get we'll finally get to Doom, and uh, let's let's uh, back up your statements. Oh boy. All right. So. First things first, TDK, exceptionally good at the one specific thing he does. And in fairness, that's kind of just been his entire character. If you need taunts out of your way, he's the best person specifically for getting taunts out of your way. However, he is not as good of a character as many other characters who can also get taunts out of your way. So that's his downfall. Like, let's say that you're running into Arcus, right? If Arcus duels, his purge will actually go around Arcus's death immunity if he's on death's door, which is great. But at that point, Arcus probably already killed someone because he just dueled. So you're kind of going one for one. And once the taunters are off the field, he's just worse cyborg Superman. So he's a B tier. He's fantastic at counterpicking that one specific mechanic. But, and you know, he's decently strong otherwise, but he's just not as strong as he could be. Otherwise, though, you're really not going to bring him. So... Well, let me interrupt you for one second. The oh. my, I think that's my problem with him not getting the speed up is that he goes because he's so slow. If you're trying to get around the taunter, you can't use the ability until your entire team is gone. Yeah, that's that's kind of the really big downside that they fixed that bug because before, like Harley would do her little taunt thing, and then he would go second behind whoever went first because that's when he would gain the meter. But they got rid of that. But at the same time, also there's ways to speed him up. So it's if you really need that taunter out of your way, he can do it. Like how I think I put it in the thing, if four is enough to counter a taunter, Batman TDK brings in a ten. He's he's massively overkill, but he will get that taunter out of your way. That that is that much is guaranteed basically. Um as far as Robin goes, Robin is unquestionably and objectively speaking the worst version of Robin that has ever existed in this game. Bar none, hands down. But he has also never been more viable than he is currently. So he is the weakest version of himself, but also the most viable version that he's ever been. Because the meta environment caters towards what he delivers. Now, of course, what do I mean by that? Characters like Artemis, characters like Booster Gold, characters like Red Hood, Big, bursty, huge damage reds that provide some kind of other incentive behind them. 
are kind of more or less what backs the meta because Arcus is prevalent. Why is Arcus prevalent and Lex prevalent? Because, you know, there needs to be blues to counteract them. Otherwise, they would be unstoppable. Well, then you need reds to counteract those blues. And since you need to get them out of the way really fast, you need very bursty reds. Robin fits that niche about as well as anyone else really can. He lacks the AoE of Artemis or really the consistency of a lot of other characters. But he is still very, very good at that niche. So that's a plus side. But because of the change to his passive, which was a nerf, there is no question about that. He has to either set his game plan back a turn, do a suboptimal turn, or do a risky turn where he has the chance of not gaining that invisibility off the 75%. And that is up to the player to work around. But it does require a workaround, more workaround than many other characters require. So, is Robin nerfed? Yes. Is he weak? Yes, but he's still about as strong as you really need him to be. Like, he does more damage, which is great, but he really didn't need to do more damage. He already did plenty. So, all in all, Robin's probably a B-tier character now versus a C-tier character. But he's still the worst version of any other red you could really bring for that one specific purpose. Like, you could bring Huntress, and Huntress will do more. Or you could bring Artemis, and Artemis will do more. You could bring CAGA, and CAGA will do more. So on and so forth. As far as the leader goes... Uh, you can just put Chemo in his teams, and then if everyone gets crit, Chemo gets his taunt, and then it's just the same as it was before. Um, but, yeah. So, Robin's a good character. He's not a great character. But, you know, the meta is there for him now. You know? There is a spot for him where he can actually do some really decent work, because this is one of those weird times where he can best take advantage of his environment. Um, but yeah, that's my thoughts on them. Fair enough. They're pretty extensive. We'll, we'll see if uh, everything pans out by the end of next month. We'll, we'll see when we get there. All right, well, let's wrap things up with some Q&A uh, from anyone here on Discord. If you want, you can uh, ask your questions live on air. Uh, otherwise, just type it out in the chat. Same thing with YouTube. Type it out in the chat, and we will answer your questions uh, on air. We don't have too much time, so we'll take maybe two or three. So actually, we had one question on YouTube, um, mainly about the Billy Batson um, event. So um, for someone who doesn't have um, heal immunity characters, what would be the best way to combat Billy right now? And I think the answer to that buff is... Buff immunity. Uh, yeah, yeah, buff, buff immunity. immunity. It's because he gains men's and... Uh, stuns, but yeah, he gains well, a lot of uh, turn meter, too, when you hit his yeah. allies. So stuns yeah. don't always work, too. Yeah. So the other thing, yeah, so basically you want to make sure that, I mean, if you could stun lock him, that would be ideal. Otherwise, yeah, make sure he's not gaining buffs in general. Well, that and also you could just kill everyone around him. He has all my friends are dead syndrome. Like, he doesn't do enough that you need to prioritize him. So if you have AoE, just chip down everyone around him and then, like, what's he going to do by himself? Right. Um, the issue with that, Doom, is when he's on a Lex team, but... Okay. Enough. I'm assuming I'm assuming they're referring to the uh, they're, they're talking the about actual the actual event. event. Yeah, yeah, the actual event where you have to fight two of them on wave four, and it gets nearly impossible. The short answer is, if you have Lex's um, one legendary, you're gonna be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I misunderstood. I thought they meant in general, and I was like, oh. Easy. Also, also like a red character that can ramp, like Robin. Can he still ramp? <laughs> Kind of. He ramps very well, thank you. Um, but yeah, you can either one-shot him, which is going to be really hard, depending on what gear level you're at. Uh, or you can just hit him with buff immunity a couple times and stuns and call it good. Yeah, all right. Uh, let's get to another question here. So we have one other question here from uh, the Funny Scar on Discord. It says, with all the good new uh, reworked uh, silence applying tunes, isn't Ravager a lot more useful now uh, than when she came out? What do you guys think? Short answer uh, is, maybe. She might be. We'll have to see next month because Hush is going to be that really big silence enabler. But if it works, yeah, Hush, it works. Hush will be the linchpin. Who, who actually this this question's directed for Kage. He's he's a big Ravager, Ravager fan. fan. I think Ravager. I've been wanting to push her up to uh, B tier for a while now because of the Cheetah rework, actually, because Cheetah actually solves her speed problem and uh, actually helps with the uh, damage output. 
But as far as like the slant functionality goes, she does very well with a raw race, Ross, I don't, a Ross team. Uh, so I've been, it's been all that at the back of my mind for a while now to uh, try and push up to B tier because the support is there. Fair. And so she, you know, the teammates are there for her to make a good character. Uh, but I think Hush could either enable her better or he could end up power creeping her and then make her totally irrelevant because they are both reds who fulfilled the silence role. And so it's kind of like, what's the point? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fair enough. Apparently... Uh, we have a question from Baby Ogre, so I think I have to give speaking permissions to Miss Ogre Barbarian. Give me a second here. And... All right, Miss Ogre Barbarian, you should have speaking roles. Let me think. Are you muted? Shouldn't it be muted? I think she's muted. Oh, wait. Okay, not muted anymore. You can speak now. Was there a Baby Ogre question? Having tech issues. Oh, tech issues? Okay. Muffin. Okay, ask ask your question. Yeah. Go ahead ask. To daddy? Yeah, go ahead ask. Ask. Can what? You wanted to ask him something. For a treat? No, that's not what you want to ask. For a snack? No. So what did you want to ask? When he's coming back? Ask. Daddy! Huh? Keep going. Daddy! Hold on. him. Hold on. I'm not FaceTiming him. Just ask the question. <laughs> Why don't you come to home? Oh, God, my heart. Uh, <laughs> so precious. Daddy's <laughs> never coming home. Yeah. Hold no, on, I'm going to get my headset. <laughs> Apparently he's stuck on the podcast. Move. Uh, maybe, maybe, we should, maybe we should wrap things up so Daddy can get home. <laughs> yeah, give that kid a minute. I have to get my headset. I feel like we're, we're getting like an inside look on the ogre family. Hold on. Oh, there they are. Stop. You'll be able to ask in just a second. Daddy went to the gas station and never came home. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear now. Yeah, I have my headset. <laughs> we heard you the whole time. Sorry. <laughs> I could barely hear you guys until now. Uh, go ahead and ask. Daddy? I love you. When are you going to be home? That's a soundbite if I ever heard it. <laughs> Alrighty. Ogre, do you want to answer the question? <laughs> yeah, Ogre. When are you coming home? Kid needs a snack. And silence. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, well, I don't, know. I don't, I don't know, know if he's answering the question or not. <laughs> She's waiting. <laughs> waiting for you, Dad. Oh, okay. Looks like he went offline back online. Yeah. Have, have, have you guys not been able to hear me this whole time? Yep. No. No, we didn't hear you anything now. you said. Wow. Okay, so my headphones went out then. I could hear everything you guys were talking, and I was responding. <laughs> okay. Apparently, you couldn't hear me. So, I will now. be home shortly, honey. I can hear you now. Okay. I will be home shortly. Kids gonna We're get almost done. Kids are going to get their snack. All <laughs> <laughs> right. She All just right. wanted to say it. All right, fair Daddy, enough. Daddy, why are you coming home? Okay, shh. we got to get back to what they're doing. <laughs> All right. I think we're going to end the show on a high note here. That was the, the highest of high notes. Okay. All right. So uh, on that note, we'll wrap up the show. Um, so just going to shout out uh, Fry's Airplane and Digidex, who recently upgraded to our Lex Luthor level. Thanks for that. 
and a couple of new patrons. We have Sean B and Cat Forever who are joining us at the Jimmy Olsen uh, patron level. If you want to be heroes like these guys, uh, consider supporting us over at patreon.com slash WRL broadcast. Uh, and, and check out our merch store at teespring.com slash stores slash WRL broadcast. And with that, have a good night, guys. Bye, people. Bye. Later. Bye. Have fun raiding. Have a good one. <laughs> See ya. Hey, everyone. It's Tootytron. Thanks for listening to WRL Broadcasts. If you like the show, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash WRL Broadcasts. So, apparently, DP over here is popping a squat in his parents' basement. Now, DP, I know you just came from some foreign land and everything, but here in North America, living in your parents' basement is unacceptable behavior. That's why I live in my parents' upstairs bedroom. Get on my level, bro.